Hey, what are you doing? I was I was on a work call. Sorry. Ooh. People are buying things. Dude, people are buying things like crazy. Really? People want out of New York. Anywhere close. They want out. Oh. They want out of Oh, yeah. They want out of the Bronx. They want out of Queens. Things are the things aren't lasting a week. Things come on and are gone in ten days. So are these folks that like rented in New York and then were like, I'm out of here, dude. The clients that I have out of New York own. And they're oh. gonna continue to own. They're like, we're gonna keep the place here. We we wanna move our family out of the city and rent our property. All right. Yeah. But things are nuts. Like things I, I, I was just talking with a client and she had um obviously this is not arable stuff. But she, we were looking. Oh, well, at then don't say it. Houses. Don't say it. I'm not editing anything. All right, never mind then. <laughs> I love that you just teased everyone with this. Oh, hey, this is off air. Oh man, we're gonna have an awesome conversation without anybody hearing us about something exciting, and then everyone's gonna be upset that you wouldn't tell them. They can tune into my uh, real estate podcast once that's off the ground. Oh, see, yeah, that's the double dip, baby. Entertain and yet inform. <laughs> I got to get my partner on that side off his lazy ass, though. See, that's a tough one. Me, too involved. And uh, we have a, a number of, of completely useless recordings as we have conversated in the past to it. And so now spring is sprung. All right. This is how we get down to it and do the stuff. No, oh, but. So are you saying the conversation we had yesterday completely the BLM police conversation completely garbage? I have I have a I have a thought on all of that too. So my name is Dave and I have I have a feline family. My name is Joe and I have a human family. Ooh, humans, humans today everybody. Humans. I'm switching it up for you dude because it's I think it was hurting you when I said real family. I don't I don't I don't. It was making you angry. Yeah, because, because there there are so m- many dynamics to a, what a real family is these days that to be shunned by you is uh, is terrible. Knowing full well that as a non-parent adult, your your envy towards me and my lifestyle and what I bring to the social cultural um, uh, influence is is apparent in the tone of your voice throughout our conversation. Really? Yeah. You might want to check that shit, bro, because I'm not to read that right. Is that right? Okay. It could it could just be an internal an internal thing. That might be wishful thinking. Yeah. So so we were discussing so we were discussing a minute yesterday about um, the Black Lives Matter, the um, police abuse are you are you trying to say I was on my lip liquid soapbox yesterday? There, I, there could be some liquid soapbox in the mix, right? But I, I'll tell you, this is the big thing about it is like, I don't think that my take or my thoughts on it um, move the conversation anywhere, right? So just like relaying my opinion about this, that, or the other thing 
or you know the historical perspective from what I see doesn't doesn't move the car forward. So I was hoping no, that I we, hear you, we but kind it does, of touch base. But I disagree with you a little bit on that. I, I think it does move the conversation forward. And granted, yeah. we're 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 not we don't have a hundred thousand listeners. We don't have ten listeners. Hey, but no. the conversations, even how no matter how minute, especially on the historical significance and where we are and educating ourselves on that shit, I think is immensely important. And I think even if just for you and I, it moves the meter. Agreeable. Agreeable. I'm down for that. You know? Because we agree uh, uh, a ton across it. I wanted to. Um, so, I think we'd. Agree, I think we could say we agree one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, in the mix, and and we have family members that do not, and that can be uh, some tension or untenable or however you would like to verse it. Sometimes it sucks. Yeah. And so I just wanted to yeah. sum up kind of what we were talking about in one fell swoop. Okay. Um, and and. <laughs> And then get to our dad's garbage. <laughs> like, because it's it's ridiculous. I was going I was going through some of it yesterday. So, in part, like, um, I'm blessed to be back working from home, and um, a company does is extremely diverse and inclusionary, and they've done an awesome job of getting uh, black leaders to discuss um, how life like truly is to be in this world. And so For being them. able, yeah, yeah, yeah. And being able to, to listen and be informed on a personal level is, is awesome. And those resources are out there. And, and I think that was one of the big things like, Hey, what are you doing through all this is like just being able to listen and understand um, and no longer kind of uh, be silent when I'm in um, friend situations or family situations where somebody, you know, throws out their opinion and and part of that yesterday that conversation was having someone say um you know uh, uh these kooks want to change the name of the white house i see those stories right like those those sidebars um as something that is a wedge to get into the reality of the situation and the what what really needs to be discussed um, and that's well, they're, of... they're strong. They're straw man arguments, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I understand what you're saying, but it, but it it is really just this kind of like diversionary tactic. It's just throwing yes. chaff um, around the situation, like talking right. about the the looting and the so like. None of that had anything to do with the message and stance that's being taken by so many people um, around the world. So. That, and I agree. And that, and that and we kind of touched on that a little bit yesterday when it was like, well, you didn't like when they were peacefully kneeling. Right. But you don't like when they're going crazy in the streets. So which yeah. which one do you want? Because something the, has to be done. The, and, and absolutely that. And I brought up the point, too, of like having someone tell me about how awful it was for Colin Kaepernick to take that knee and then hand me a napkin with an American flag on it to wipe my face of the mustard. Yeah. Uh, that I have is like, to me, that's more disrespectful. Um, and what, you know, the, the fact that the world finally caught up with, with what Kaepernick did and has been saying um, is, is cool, man. And I think that's one of the big like pieces of the, the, the progress and the conversation to be had 
um, and hopefully being able to just kind of enact change and keep people on task in my circle of like, hey, man, I'm not discussing that garbage that you're talking about. The real situation is this. And so if you want to, you know, want to you want to chat about the, the reality, I will. And, and I say that because so so a couple of weeks ago, two people. Um, when, when some of the protests were going down and, and there was all this kind of information going around about it, it, it's bad and it's good and it's not peaceful and it is, I had somebody call me and say, hey, the, the mall is being looted. And, uh, and I live, <laughs> I live like your... across the street or whatever, right? Like, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, um, I don't hear any sirens or anything. So I guess I could ride my bicycle up there and check it out if you'd like. Because, <laughs> why do you want me to pick you up something? Yeah, yeah. And there's like, my my daughter was on TikTok, and they say they're looting. And like, um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it, man. And it was not the case. Yeah. But then what happened later was a neighbor came over, and was like, as we were eating dinner, she. <laughs> She's calling out to us and she's like, hey, I, uh, I went down to see and she's like, I, I heard they're, they're having 400 police come to protect the mall. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, but if you're, if you're uncomfortable, you let, you let us know or, you know what I mean? Or if you need to lock your door, whatever. Like, I'm just kind of like, yeah, I hear you. That's not the truth. Um, and, and so what it, what the reality of the situation was, was, a bunch of folks were were establishing uh, this community to support, right, in in solidarity of uh, everything that was going on. There's no looting. It was just simply being able to gather in this community as opposed to amassing um, uh, uh, everywhere else. Just showing from community to community, like, hey, we support exactly what's going on. We hear you guys. Like, and so yeah. have it to be taken out and blown out to that where two people, they're looting. They're, they're calling in 400 police. Like, no, they're not. And we're not going to continue having that conversation. Whoever told you that, okay, is wrong. And so let's talk about what really uh, matters. And that's, that's my take from all of yesterday's discussion. Yeah, yeah, I hear you on all of that. And, and you know, it, that was a, a, a lot of information there to digest. And But one of the things that you said in the very beginning of it is that it's hard to have conversation with people that you care about oh. um, on situations that you know that they're wrong um, and that maybe you having a conversation isn't going to change their mind anyway. They're generally older and they're set in their ways. And they're not going to change their mind. And those are difficult conversations, but I think still important conversations because yeah. it's the it's the methodology of just tapping the information into their head, right? And the more taps you create to just be like, you, you need to rethink where you stand on this. While it might not have an immediate payback, I hope has a long-term effect on their thinking. Yeah, you, you know what even more is is like I would like to know like hey, why do you think that? Like where where did that idea come from? You know what I mean? Like Yeah. What what happened in your life that um uh created that perspective for you? 
You know, what experience did you have to that? Because, and, and that's the thing it's we're talking about too. It's usually founded like, in nothing though. That's what, that's what I find is it's usually yeah. founded in nothing other than yeah. the systematic way that we as a country or a world really have thought about people that are different, regardless of what that difference is, whether it be right. L- LGBTQ or different, different ethnicities. And, and, and that is a little bit where people <laughs> have trouble is because every ethnicity, I don't care what you are at some point, somebody has pointed you out for being different and that doesn't feel good. Right. Right. But it, it's the same, you know, you keep seeing this meme go around, of, you know, somebody's house burning, like, oh, my God, the neighbor's house is burning. And, and someone stands up and is like, yeah, but my house matters, too. Well, but that's not what's the importance right now. Right now, we have to help this that is burning. And once we get under that control, if your house happens to catch on fire, we'll take care of that, too. But we need to prioritize what's most important at this second. Right. And then, and then part of that, that part of that conversation was the, the police responsibilities right now are overextended. The, the history Way of over where policing came from is it, but being able to take care and put in mental health um, backstops and socio um, uh, or, or uh, economic. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, in, in that basis of, man, I, I would like um, uh, healthy. Okay. So, so from a, a medical and health standpoint, uh, I would like uh, wonderfully educated folks and and also like everyone uh working and having a job so being able to deal with our economic our health care and our education systems it is imperative and not creating and we are talking and i want to ask you about this too because you you got your um your carry license for your gun there yeah. but in part like having all of these militarized moments of a police, like as soon as you show up in riot gear, you you are causing a riot. Like, yeah, and, well, and that's just been shown. You're shading, you're shading the situation with the idea that this is going to get ugly. Right, and 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 I had made that comment of like, dude, why would you carry a gun around just to carry a gun around? That in and of itself has already given you the mentality. Not like if something goes down, but hey, when it does, you know what I mean? Like, and that to me is is the scarier part because I I don't want to I don't want to exist like that. I don't so. think I don't. Well, I think there is a portion of people that absolutely do want to exist like that. They've been preparing for it. They <laughs> are slightly eager. They are slightly eager to have that situation arise so that they can. I think it would give them a hard on to be like, yeah, man, here it goes. Um, and that alone that is sounds, perpetuating the issue. As much as that sounds crazy and it's not really the main focus of why I did it, it's a little bit partly the focus of why I went to um, at least be uh, uh, the ability to have a firearm. Yeah. Um, why? Is because those people exist and if you give them all the power in the world that they're the ones out there training i mean you really do have especially in your neck of the woods bro and it happens in my neck of the woods too so i'm not this isn't a disparaging statement but michigan militias are a real thing and they are training every weekend for 
a situation like that. Now, I'm not saying what their mindset is of whether they were be just protective and there to help or if they're there to cause some shit, but right. they are there training for it. And if people of our ilk who are a little more sane in their thinking aren't at least conscious of the fact that this could go that way, and if it does, what are you going to do? You know, I was just thinking, like, or might be Dave to just lay down and let it happen, but I don't take that as an acceptable answer. Right. All right. And that's not by no means what I want to see happen, but I I also you know don't want to see people goose stepping down the road either. And and there's as likely a possibility of that as anything else. Yeah. That. Uh, no. That's not. That's not a good. Good idea. No. I was wondering why the the militia standpoint has always been interesting to me because I just thought why that's the national guard, like that's the state like national guard, like that's what that is, not these separate pieces. Like if we're but literally you understand a constitution, that's not the yeah, I, I get it, and I, I still don't understand why. So I get to chat with my lawyer buddy this weekend, anyways, just for fun times, and I'll I'll bring it up because it'll be a wonderful intellectual conversation. Um, but that's. You know, I don't know. That just, I guess, living in fear promotes fear, and then back to it, and and having yeah, it's it every single human being fear that you can't escape. Yeah, and and having someone just go out for a jog, and 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 that be a crime, like that mentality has got to stop, man. Um, well, it and, comes down, it comes down to mind your own fucking business. Well, yeah, it really uh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Don't don't. I mean, you don't agree with that. I, I think a lot of the things could be done away with if people just minded their own business. Right. As opposed to dirty harrying, taking it into their own regards that I have to. But not to get too far down this yeah. rabbit hole, but that is a, yeah. that is a extension of where this all came from. Right. It was from the slave patrols where it was given a job to every living white person if they saw slaves doing things that they thought were wrong to report it. So So basically you deputized a race of people. That, I mean, the mentality that's passed on along the lines and then dealing with the constitution itself and of us living in this past breathing document um it's uh, it's just a fascinating it's just fascinating but here's the other thing too is like i don't have to know the past to carry the baton well towards the future like none of it none of what folks do or that past mentality makes any sense to me yeah but it's important to know experience absolutely it's important to know it but that also is doesn't change the mind as opposed to how I talk and how I act seems to be much I, more prevalent. I agree with that. But when, you know, like when you bring up things like Greenwood, which, you know, you ended up knowing what it was. But when I brought it up to you, and you're like, what are you talking about? That right, is Tulsa. the majority response of when I bring it up to people that I talk to about it. Like, what are you talking about? And yeah. then you bring up like, hey, this is history. This happened. It does, I think, change minds because people are like, holy shit, I never knew that. 
right? right. And I think it just puts people into a, a position of maybe I don't know what I think I know. Yeah, and yeah, 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 because we're spoon fed. Yeah. And that's not a bad position for people to be in. To be in, maybe I need to rethink my whole ideology of what I think I know. And, and therein lies that question of like, hey, why do you think that? Or why did you yeah. say that? Yeah. And, and that's, I think, even more so, of, at least coming from a point of where it's not judgmental, it's not um, uh, creating conflict. Like, I really want to know, like, why you think that way. Explain yeah. it to I me. You. You know? I and, you. and I can do the same from my side. And, and a lot and of people don't part. have that answer, though, is the problem, Dave. A lot of people right, don't Right, 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 right. I mean, that's what's that's even what. more, like, if you don't know, then why are you saying it? Like, that makes right. no sense. Right. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's that my mom, you know, hey, clean your room. Why? Because I said, like, hold on a second. Give me a reason. Because it stinks. <laughs> I, but, you know, to move on to a little lighter topic before we move on to your dad's garbage. Yeah, um, I, I had to ask you this, and I thought about it yesterday, but we got so kind of on a, a whirlwind of one topic yesterday. Yeah. Um, the news of last Tuesday of the Chris D'Elia thing, I was just curious what your thoughts are on it, and if you ever, ever, you know, I, I got to assume that D'Elia was in the store at the time that you were at the store. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, you, you'll have to explain to me exactly what the allegations are. I have only seen a headline of something and then listen to um bobby lee um discuss it yeah tiger belly but not yeah not mention you know uh, uh what was what i i um yeah bobby's not really i know chris we were there at the same lot. time because if i if i remember correctly i remember seeing bobby at the store and i believe i remember seeing chris do sets yeah, 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 yeah. And, he was coming up at that time. And so the allegations are, and Bobby's kind of hurt by it, but he's not really talking about the actual what's going on, right? Because they're allegations, and that's fine. I agree with that. They're allegations at this point. But there are hard copies of uh, Snapchat correspondence between him and, like, 16-year-old girls Oof. where he's, you know, from what I've seen of short pile of supposedly there's a lot of them but of him basically you know setting up encounters with oh, young, younger ladies dude I pray for the the gals involved in their families and um i i have do, do we want to i know nothing on anything else on it because there's well i i agree that that's all you know you shouldn't be doing that shit there has to be maybe some onus that if you're contacted randomly and, and some of the tweets that I saw were him pulling things off of just people's Facebook pages or, or Instagram pages. I don't know what medium he was using and just reaching out to them like, hi, I'm Chris D'Elia. If you're getting those texts from somebody and you're underage, you shouldn't be responding back. And I'm not blaming them for responding back because he's a celebrity and you probably starstruck to a certain degree. Um, no, there's, there's, there should be no reaching out. There should be no reaching out in, individually. No, I agree with that. Not by any stretch. Like that, just that's that's crazy. That's like so. Um, and uh, I know that you have been with your your significant other since you guys were like two or something, and so you've had 
you've had no, you've had no other like in the mix. But like one of the things that I did right when I, I committed myself to Tino is like I just got rid of all of the other numbers, right? And yeah, and I phone like because there's no reason for me to to reach out. There's no reason for me to Google somebody from the past. In a, in just a, like, I, yeah, and I don't know both. anything about that situation, but there's no reason for a celebrity, quote unquote, to reach out individually to anybody, you know, um, for those sliding. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that might be too sweeping of a statement. I mean, in that context, right. I think in the context of you're reaching out for them to be like, hey, will you suck my dick? Yeah, there's no call oh, for that. Oh. I, that. I mean, but that's what he was doing. Right, that's what some of some of the texts were. Um, that's just if, dumb. If yeah, and well, there's a horrifying. Whole, there's a whole uh, clip of him on. I can't remember whose podcast it is, but he's on somebody else's podcast, and they bring up another situation about how mom found her teenage son with these Snapchats back and forth, and Chris asks, and he was like, "Well, how did she find out? Those things delete." And the engineer or producer is like, oh, yeah, but people could take screen snaps of it. Yeah. And it's all over the Internet. And Chris's face, and this could just be manipulated because you're slowing it down and it looks that way. And you can make media look that way by manipulating it with, you know, the the speed that it goes and and music behind it. Um, But it kind of you see on his face like he's like, oh, shit. Right. Like he kind of realizes like, oh, damn. Like I might have, I might have shit out there. Right. Um, it's unfortunate anyway. You see it. It's unfortunate for the girls that it was happening to. It's unfortunate for Chris that he had that predilection. Um, it's a sad situation all the way around. So, um, but I was just curious because you know it has to do with another comic, and I and I'm sure you guys have crossed paths at yeah. some point. Um. And I was just curious your thoughts on that. I know, but from like, you know, a past acquaintance standpoint, you know, right? Just from the store and um, what was that crummy place in the valley? Uh, oh, yeah, I forget which one, which which uh, which club that was. Anyways, um, isn't there one up there called the Ha Ha Hole? Nah, yeah, but it was a different. Uh, ah, it's been so long, man. Comedy has been so, so far away. It. It's, it's, a, it's a part of my life that I'm like, man, I would give anything to go back there, right? When you talk about, oh, I envy your life, the only reason I envy your life is because it would have afforded me the ability to still be out there. Oh, yeah. That's the only change. Yeah, I got you. Right? If I didn't have a family, I would still be in L.A., but the fact that I have a family, it's not, a, it's not the place to do that. I mean, the nice thing is that if you – if you sell a house to somebody, maybe you can rent their place in New York and then go on the weekend. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like work that into the into Work the it deal. into the clo- closing. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'll spare your closing costs, but every month I get three, three days in your apartment. We um, were doing that before, before all the COVID happened. Me and the wife would do that almost once a month. We would just go down into the city just for a weekend to get away. You know, like, I'm a city guy. I like to be on the streets where there's shit going on. Yeah. Um, and life in the burbs isn't that. No. Life in the burbs is not that. Oh. 
Man. Ugh. But you, you struggle by it, you know what I mean? And and our pain now is things like we're going to talk about next, which is our dads are getting older and rummaging Dude. through their basements and yeah. being like, what am I going to do with all this shit? Can I store it in your basement? And I'm like, no, why do I want to store your shit that you don't want in my basement? Right. And, you know, my father's thing was like, he's like, well, you know, I got a, a Lionel train set from my from my dad uh-huh. and he's like i don't know what to do with it and i was like listen that might be something worth keeping just a little money but also because of the fact that it was probably something your dad played with as a kid that gave him joy and maybe that's yeah. worth keeping and and you keep and then you get to pull it out every christmas put it around the tree yeah. put it up like you know what i mean take a time that's when it comes out and you can well, we have stuff like talk that. to family history. You know, like, I got, hey, don't, I got don't ruin it for your dad, my... man. What? I said, what don't ruin that? it for your dad. Just say, yeah, that's a great idea, Dave. <laughs> that's a great idea, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you know, it is, I, I did say that. Like, I was like, listen, I was like, if you think it's not worth anything, right? Like, he had old toys and, like, Star Wars stuff that I had as a kid and I'm like I, I don't know what to do with that I was like there's probably collectors that would pay big dollars for that stuff yeah I'll take it do, do, do I want to spend the time to research out who wants it and what it's worth and no you take a picture and I will give you a very fair value towards it really yeah because it's also nice to have that stuff um, go to folks who enjoy it Right, like it, it, it gives it new yeah. life. And I, well, I, I what like I that. said to him is, what I said to him is, I would hate to see stuff just end up in a landfill because you don't know what else to do. Yeah, yeah. No, any, right? any so, of the and stars. the more we can prevent that, the better. And and that's agreeable. Like, so I just went through this with my dad last year because he has his he had baseball cards, right? Uh, that he collected as a those, kid. Dude, so 55, 56, 57, or 56, 57, 58 sets. This was all just a set, like, almost he's complete. The, he's got the whole set? They had the whole set, and it was just by going and buying packs and putting it together. Right. But then he no longer... That's the way you had to do it back in the day. You couldn't buy the set. You had to collect yeah. it. Yeah, and there's a thing about, it's like, some dude now opens packs and, like, uh, just, like, live streams opening packs the thing whatever man. um but he 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 had no connection to them anymore and me trying to say like hey man i don't want you to get rid of that stuff this just didn't seem to resonate and then me what did you what did you take it so rather than me just like hey give it like i'll hold on to it because in reality, why am I holding on to it? Because if he doesn't want to go through those cards, you know what I mean, with me and stuff, like it. it right, that's it, where the sentimentality is. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. So we just ended up taking, we found a, a shop that we took him to and he sold them. Oh. And rather than keep like the Mickey Mantle or whatever, I got a, I kept the Bob Lemon. That's a good one. And. It, well, whatever it is, it's just like that's the story, right? Like as opposed to you know having um, 
the 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 Jackie Robinson card. I have the Bob Lemon card, and that was just a day that we spent with my dad. And part of it is like, hey man, if you no longer have a connection to that for real, then there's no reason for me to have a connection to it either. Um, yeah, as yeah. as a whole, because really, I, I just want to sell it I and make money. Those cards, by the way. I would have traded your Star Wars stuff for the baseball cards. Sure. You know, I mean, and, and that's another thing, too, of like that I didn't think about. Do I have I have all kinds of baseball cards uh, um, that are cardboard, I guess. But that's the that's the kind of perspective that I had to throw it into. There's a reason why he like he brought stuff up or uh, dropped off to me, including a Lionel train and like Plasticville. And um, a Roy Rogers ranch, right? He brought that, he brought it up. What's it was Plasticville? Plasticville is like um, the supermarket, the police station, the airport, and stuff that you would put down oh, yeah. to to run the train through. I see. You know? so we have a we have that whole you know ville or whatever. But yeah. it it was in his attic. There you can't see it. There, it's doing nothing. And yet, it was in his way. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. So he shows up with that and uh, a crate full of uh, polka records. <laughs> <laughs> like, like crazy. Actually, the, the records are kind of cool. I got a bunch of 45s because my uncle used to own a record shop in Detroit. And, um, and so he would go and promote bands and, like, print bands and stuff like that. And then my two uncles owned a... Um, a jukebox um sort which is actually still going on um what's it a uh, club no like they sold jukeboxes oh okay yeah and then they had so they had a record store and it may my dad thinks it may have been one of the first record stores in the country that had uh listening booths so all my uncles like built you know silent soundproof booths that you could go in take the records and like listen to if you wanted you know at that time yeah yeah. But so I have some of those. Like I, I want to hold on to those. I understand the value of them monetarily, but I also no. Kinda... But it's about the history of your family. Yeah, yeah, and and think about it too, especially for a record. And I was thinking about this because I was watching the repair shop, and they did one of the what's the music boxes. He repaired it, and they like realized. The yeah, the but like on the where like yeah, it, it just rolls and and the little hammers like bing 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 like make the oh yeah yeah a music, music box. whatever yeah. Um, they realized that that is the exact same sound his family was listening to 200 years ago. You know what I mean? It's not a recording of anything. Like that's that's what it is. And so in some way, like if I put on those records, right? Like that's the same sound that my uncle and my grandfather, like they were listening to at the time. Yeah, so oh, it, brings you, cool. it connects you to that portion of, of your history. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the rest of it, Herb Albert, by the way, total Don Juan, apparently, just from his really? record albums. Yes. So who knows what kind of trouble he would have gotten into with social media. Um, the, but having them just like drop off their garbage, it's like, come on, man. So I'm, of course, down the rabbit hole of eBay and like, you know, checking stuff. And it's just mostly like, no, no, everyone is dying that wants this stuff. So. <laughs> Well, but there, there is, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, I took my grandmother's China set that, uh, you know, when she passed and my uncle was moving, I believe, and my mother called me, she's like, I have this China set. 
and I'm not sure what to do with it. I'm going to hold it for you till, and then, you know, we ended up moving back. And it was the China set that every Christmas, my grandmother, every Thanksgiving that we spent there, every Easter that we spent there, she put out. Yeah. And we do the same thing, right? Like every, every Easter, every Christmas, it gets put out. And it, I know it means a lot to my mother when I put it out. Because right. I think it means something to her to remember all those times that she had in her life. But it also brings me back to all those times in my grandmother's dining room with family and and the great times that we had. And those things, I think, are important. And I know too many people, even in my life, that just have no room in their heart for that sentimentality. And a lot of that stuff just gets trashed. And that is, I, at least for me, is regrettable. Right. Somebody that I was talking to mentioned that uh, last night where the, their neighbor had, um, you know, had passed away and they were having an estate sale and just watching people come in and take their stuff out. Um, number one, it it has, hold on, Bertie, please stop eating that. Thank you. Uh, I will feed you. I know. I get it. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I have to feed my feline family here shortly. Um <laughs> But it, it plays in that part, too, of like me looking at stuff as like, what is what is truly meaningful? So one of my projects that I have is to go through that um, uh, like the, the, the chest and, the, and the, the jewelry box kind of stuff that I have and like take note of where I had received something, who it was from and, and what that means and like just kind of yeah. put all, all that together. And I bet you that's a real small thing. Because that's what my dad's doing. He's like, if it doesn't fit in the war chest, uh, my grandfather's war, if it doesn't fit in there, I, I really don't have any use for it. And yeah, like, okay, you want to bury it or, you know, uh, get it all down to that? Totally understandable, man. That's pretty cool. So yeah, I have also, <laughs> which is something that you could do with them, dude, is so I went down there last year and – we opened up that chest and had some other stuff to go through. And I like just recorded us talking about what was happening. Yeah. And, and that was, you know, cool in its own respect because in yeah. part it's like obsessive compulsive. And in part it's, it's like, Oh yeah. Uh, you know, my grandfather was, was um, uh, all over like I- Iwo Jima and, um, you just have some understanding of the history of the house. Well, it's the writing. It's basically a recording of the history of, of pieces of your family. Yeah, yeah. And being able to do that, you know, with physical stuff, yeah. you know, is neat. So when you guys yeah. eat off the family china, like, you understand, like, your family has eaten off that, you know, hopefully it's clean since then. Yeah, but for, for probably 70 years. Now, the real question is how much sugar was involved and how good are your teeth? Because you guys just went went to the dentist office, which he did. Like how yeah. all, all three of my kids just went to the dentist. Like all like there are there three different dentists and they check them all at once or do they go in one three at a time. We're, we have one we have one dentist that we go to who's who's soon retiring, so we're gonna have to be looking for a new dentist. But they had three hygienists. All of all the kids went all at the same time. But, 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 and then you had to sit in the waiting room and it was packed. And I didn't want to be sitting in the waiting room. So I, I, I brought them all in, you know, and my wife was like, Hey, can you bring them to the, to the dentist today? And I was like, she has sure, a job. I guess. And 
I brought them to the dentist. And she was like, yeah, just bring them up, sign them in. And then you, when they're done, they'll come out to the car. So I was like, all right, that's not a problem. I can get some work done while I'm in the car. I can make some phone calls. Um, and we were supposed to record that day. And I brought them up there and they signed them in and, and they took them off to the rooms. And I was like, just send them down to the car. I'm right out front when they're done. And they're like, well, we, we kind of need you to stay up here in case we have questions or, you know, we need. And I was like, yeah, you have, you have a packed waiting room. Like, I, yeah. I'm not waiting. Here's my number. I'll be in the car. Right. You can text me. And they were like, well, we'd prefer if you stayed. And so I ended up staying. And it wasn't. I don't want to seem like it was a, you know, a mosh pit of people, but there was, there was enough people in there that, it, and you know, all the technicians, the, the hygienist and the dentist are literally in hazmat suits. Right. Right. And so I'm like, you're in a hazmat suit and I have a bed sheet that my wife made me over my face. <laughs> like I'd rather not be. Um, Wait. So yeah, that was that was interesting. Huh. And you guys just all stare at each other in the waiting room, like who's got it? Who's was that a cough? You are you just you waiting do, for something? You do to play like, that game a little bit. That's you know the 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 world has changed to a point that that is I hopefully not going to be a forever thing, but everybody is is doing their best to stay distance. You know, at least here in Connecticut, I know it's not this way across the whole country. Most people that I see, the majority, if not all, are wearing masks, keeping socially distant, respectful of other people's space. Right. See, like we um, we were at a at a barbecue last weekend, like some fellowship stuff, and like lake. So you just. Like I kept my distance from everybody, but other people were like hugging each other and stuff like that. Like, and and I've had it explained a couple of different ways. Like, hey, if you're not sick or if you've been, you know, quarantined in some realm, that likely, okay, you're not gonna pass or get or whatever. And and I agree and, with that a little bit. Right. And so not again. And this goes back to like I don't I don't want to live in fear. But if my baseline is I would like to hug my grandmother and have her be okay with it, yeah, I am not going to put myself in a situation right that prolongs that. And right, that's all I'm going after. And if people don't understand that, then whatever. Man. Well, we had a situation like that. Same thing. We were at a. I think it was over Memorial, and. We, we, somebody invited us to a spot. They were like, it's going to be a sparse gathering, you and, a, and another family and whatever. And we ended up getting there and they kind of had duped us into, oh, there's multiple people here, right? Like there's people that we don't know here. Right. And he came up to give my wife a hug and she kind of pulled back and he was like, really, you're not going to give me a hug? No. And she was like, listen, I have two parents that are, are extremely immune compromised. I, no, I'm not. I'm going to hug that. He kind of was a little put off by it. Um, But I think he understood ultimately. And it's, it's, it's a tough thing, right? Like, cause, cause I do see the side of, Hey, listen, which we have been, we've been very cautious and quarantined and none of us are sick and none of us have any symptoms. And we're very careful in what we do. 
So I think when you're with another family that you know treats it with that same kind of respect, you're probably okay. Right. Um, but when you get with people that you don't know what their philosophy is on it or how, you know, how they're adhering to guidelines or things like that, it, 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 it's a, it's a different situation. Yeah. And, and so that like, again, what Marcy did and what Marcy said matters, right? I don't have to change his mind to it, but my actions, right. Are going to lead him to think in a different way. And, and that, you know, pulls back to the beginning of this conversation that my actions towards things and my statement as to why that will matter ultimately to people. Because if you're the odd man out, the only one not wearing a mask somewhere, you're now the one that's uncomfortable. Um, and if I'm not telling you, you know, why I wear a mask on top of that, like, you know, that's also my silence is complicit in those matters as well. But not from a fear standpoint, not from a trying to change the mind, just from, hey, let's understand what we're doing here. Because I I don't want to err. I don't want to err. Well, in part, like, uh, number one, I don't, I don't hang around. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want this situation to be an excuse for me not to go uh, participate in my life with other people. But it is a little bit. To be perfectly honest, you are a recluse to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Like, I am totally comfortable. By my, I'm an only child. I am comfortable by myself. And, you know, I'm, I'm not alone in any way. And I know that, uh, number one. And, you know, uh, and being lonely and alone, completely different things. But also, man, no matter if I agree with you or disagree with you too, I have a time limit for, for the amount of time I wish to spend with you. And oh yeah, uh, and uh, no, I, uh, hugs are good. You need them. You need them. And and uh, but I'm gonna get that from uh, my household and and my cats. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It is that I, I fall on a different side of the coin than you on that, right? Like yeah. you're a lonely only who's okay with isolation. Um, you always have been since I've yeah. known you, right? And you are 100% correct. It's like, yeah, Dave hangs out until Dave doesn't want to hang out anymore. Now, that may be a good thing, right? Because people are like, finally, that fucking guy's gone. Yeah, and I totally. might be on the polar opposite of that where it's like, maybe I hang out a little longer than I should because I like to be around people. Right. right. Like I like to be in the mix of things. Um, but see, I don't know. Uh, I say it, that because I, I do miss that, like going out to uh, Starbucks or like you're saying, like being walking around the city and being in the mix of it. I love the energy of it. Right. Yeah, and the, the, the interaction as well, but I don't have to uh, um, uh, force myself into that. Well, there's something to be said for the uh, the ability for anything to happen, right? Like your yeah. your day isn't molded into well, this is how it's going to go down today. I'm going to wake up and do this and this and this and then they're right. There's a regimen to living in the burbs that when you're in a city environment, well, this is kind of my plan, but that could change on a dime, right? Yeah. Like, and I ultimately sought out to find situations that would change my day right right and i still my my buddy clark would always laugh at me because we'd be walking down the street and he'd turn around i'd be gone i'd be sitting on the side of the road talking with a homeless guy 
right? Because he asked me for a buck, and I was like, I'll give you a buck, but to give me a story. Um, wow. And he'd be like, why do you it. do He was like, why do you do that? And I was like, because it's interesting, guys, because all these people have a story, and sometimes they don't yeah. even want the dollar. They just want to talk to somebody. Yeah, they want to feel part of something again. And so yeah. while a dollar is insignificant and I'm gladly give it to them for nothing, sometimes me sitting and talking with them as a human for five minutes is actually more valuable than the dollar. Totally. What's your name? And, that doesn't, and introducing yourself that, is like, I love that. Yeah. That doesn't happen here. You don't get that here. Right. Right. Like you're, you're, and so that's something that's missed, you know, and, and, and it harkens the question of like with, you know, you bringing up your barbecue with friends and stuff. You know, 4th of July is a week away. And what is 4th of July going to look like this year? Because that's a holiday I, I really enjoy. Right? It, it's a it's always been one of my favorite holidays. Um, and it's going to look very different this year. That's going to be interesting of how I, me personally, chooses to play it. Right. I just assume people are just going to blow shit up. Yeah, but you know it's, it's and disrespect the, the flag and, by handing me a napkin. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of napkin flags, Dave. Unbelievable, there's dude. Be napkin flags, a napkin plate, or a flag plates. Yeah, your stupid you bikini and your shorts, just yeah, total garbage. And then those same people are going to bitch about, you know, disrespect. They're just going to bitch America. about it. I I yeah. realize now as we were talking about all this though too. And like so, being at barbecues and is I I went to I went to Ace Hardware, which is the yeah. greatest to get stuff. Please stop! Please stop! Please stop! Thank you. No, that don't bite, don't bite that. Let it go. All right, not a toy, not a toy. Thank you. Hey, you know how many times I've had to say that to my kids? Zero. Zero. No, no, really. Zero. Think back. Don't bite think that. Back. Get that out of your mouth. What? What is that? You all the time. Come on. Just not. Yeah. Now. For a short period. But mine, mine grow out of that. Yours are going to do that until the day you put them in a shoebox and bury them in your backyard. Maybe. I want a, a funeral pyre. I think I'm going to dress them up as Darth Vader and as, light them up. Why would not Vikings? Darth Vader? Yeah, yeah. Like so Luke. Your cats are evil. Inherently, the Jedi. cats are evil is what you're saying. Yeah, but they turn. They understand the love in their heart as all the of very, them ultimately do their dying breath is going to be like hey maybe i shouldn't have been such an asshole and knocked everything off dave's desk yeah maybe i got this all wrong you want to know why because (laughs) hate hurts like that to me is also the bottom line like there is whenever i like say i hate something or i get angry or there's some kind of like it just hurts and well it puts you in it puts you in a mindset and i I do the same thing i I very rarely try to say i hate something i'll say i dislike that or that doesn't make me, that's not where I want to be right now. Yeah. But I try not to use the hate word because it's so final. It's such a finality to it. That's a, that's a, um, the point that you made. Oh, but what I realized is I, I did, I don't know how well I washed my hands the other day. And then, and then I ate a sandwich. I do. That happened to me the other day too. And I was like, ah. I washed them and I put some hand sanitizer on, but you know, nope. I'm eating with my hands. I, have, I just, I just included Ace Ace Hardware as a side dish to my lunch yesterday. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I gotta shut it down for two weeks. 
You do. You That's do, and your wife's out. Think about it. Your wife's out in Chicago, man. You're gonna yeah. have to. She's gonna have to sleep out in a tent for a week or two. She wants to do that anyways. So that's another thing. We're gonna. I think we're gonna camp out this week, just in the backyard, so the bathroom's close. That's how. That's how adventurous our life is. <laughs> that's about how. That's about how far you're willing to go. Is like, yeah, we'll camp, but the bathroom has to be close. Yeah, that's middle name danger, kinda. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, terrible. All right. Well, it's Friday, Dave. That's a good thing. Yeah, man. Enjoy it. I'm going to post this up just because, and then uh, uh, we'll keep that flow. Send me pics of all that stuff. Because I think it's that that, uh, Star Wars. Yeah, okay. And I'll send you my 20 boxes of 1989 and 90. Well, I have – Literally, box. My cousin got rid of like when he was moving down to Florida. He was like, "I have some baseball cards. Do you want them?" And I was like, "Well, what do you mean?" It was literally huge boxes and boxes yeah. and boxes. It's just full fun of to go through sets. It's full, but they're not open. Oh yeah, that's right. Cool. They're just com- complete sets, not open. And right. so I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll take them." And they sit down in my basement. You know, and I, and I know that there's, you know, the Derek Jeter rookie cards in there. I know there's Bernie Williams rookie cards in there. I, you know, like Paul William or uh, uh, Paul O'Neill rookie cards, right? I know that stuff's in there. I die to open them, but I won't. All right. Not yet. 15 more years. And then you'll go through them, and then you'll try and give them all to your son in 30 more years. Give them to my grandson, right? Hopefully, I'll have a grandson, and at some point, I'll give them to him. Get that out of your mouth. (laughs) What did you say? Get that out of your mouth. Don't, don't, don't eat Darren Jeter's rookie card. Oh, Oh, wait. I have have one final thing for you, Dave. That's just going to cap off kids versus cats because. You constantly are trying to give these arguments where you win and your life is better than mine. This is true. But I have something that happened just yesterday okay. that was heartfelt, and you're ne- you're you're not going to experience it at le- right. uh, unless Birdie grows a thumb or something. Okay. So I, I came down to my desk the other day in my office, and there was a paper on my desk that obviously was a piece of paper that my kids had gotten back from because they had to go clear out their lockers last week and it was like list three people that are your role models and I don't know which it's one of my daughters but I don't know which one and the top one is like my family role model is my dad because he's caring respectful and trustworthy and I, that was very touching very touching yeah. Um, Keep that. That's a win. Keep it close that's for when she's a teenager. Yeah. That's a win in my book that unfortunately, you know, short of nieces or nephews, you're not going to get. Wow. I mean, is there a reason you like sticking knives into me and twisting? No, that's not. That's not. That's literally what you just did. <laughs> Guess what? You're, you're never going to have. You're never going to have it. The there is a reason I like doing that because you're constantly trying to bash me because I don't have enough pain and Wait, anguish. What was the reason? She said, because because what? 
<laughs> caring, respectful, and trustworthy. Right. You should add, even though he doesn't know who I am. Because <laughs> you don't know you don't know which daughter wrote it. Well, but I have I, I, I only don't know who it is. Let's say this. I've narrowed it down to two. I've yeah. got a 50-50 shot on who it I is. I think what you should do today though is like, hey, hey, would you um hey take a note for me, will you? And have them both like take the same note so you can compare handwriting. Do, do a handwriting analysis. <laughs> yeah, rather than ask which one of you which one of you does not think I'm a role model? Since you're both in the same class and had the same assignment, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll defer a, a win for you. My heart is full of joy for your caring and kindness. See? So I just wanted to show my caring and respectfulness by not being caring or respectful to you. <laughs> so it's so, so wonderful. Meanwhile, uh, Birdie is eating my ankle at the moment, so I'm going to feed her. Just go feed those goddamn animals, man. I'm telling you, right now, man. That'll be it. Brother, be well. I enjoy these every time we do them. And this was a, this was a particularly, a particularly uh, informative and, I think, a, a good one. Summer session. I think it's when we get all the clutter out of the way and just conversate. That's the, that's the worthy cause. So we have started anew. Spring is sprung. Summer is here. Let's rock it out. And uh, you have a beautiful day, brother. Love you. You too, man. Love you too. Good. Hey, I think we're live.